Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The cost of gasoline and diesel and heating oil is climbing dramatically in this country, as you know. In Vancouver, Chris Sims writes, the BC director of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, quote, prices have hit more than $2 per litre for regular gasoline in Metro Vancouver. That's the highest gasoline price in North America. Get that. Highest gasoline price in North America, along with the highest gasoline taxes. Uh, I was listening to um, to a commentator a couple of days ago talking about gasoline taxes in California. He was very upset that gasoline tax was 51 cents a gallon. They had to roll it back. There had to be action, political action in this country. I don't know. What is it? Chris Sims joins us from the Taxpayers Federation in British Columbia. Is it 73 cents a liter on, on just, just carbon tax, Chris? Is that the no, number? In, in, Metro, in Metro Vancouver, it's all the taxes combined is about 73 cents a liter. In British Columbia, just the carbon taxes alone, we have two of them. It's about 27 cents per liter. So if I were going to fill my car up today in Vancouver, the most expensive gas station, just by accident, I drive in, I need gas that's on fumes, what am I paying? If you're driving, say, a family sedan, say you're driving a 2010 Toyota Camry, it's about $145 to fill up right now. It's absolutely wild. And then if you do the math on just the carbon taxes alone, say you're driving an average family minivan, you're paying $20 extra just in carbon taxes in BC. It's, it's absolutely outrageous. And it's one of the reasons why average working people now, especially in the lower mainland in BC, are having to choose between groceries and commuting to work. Like, it's just staggering. Well, you make the point, and it's very interesting, because I've heard it about other major cities as well. Life, living in the city becomes too expensive, prohibitively expensive, as far as purchasing a home or renting a home is concerned. So people move outside the city, where it's a little less expensive, and they commute to the city. Now, that's manageable when the price of gasoline is manageable. When the price of gasoline leaps the way it has recently, that becomes really problematic, because... That's, I guess, when it cuts into the food budget, yes? Yes, exactly. So to give you an example, uh, it's not unusual for someone to live, say, in Abbotsford or Langley and commute all the way into Vancouver or Burnaby or across the Fraser River up over to Maple Ridge and whatnot. And so if you're driving, just like I said, your average family sedan, you'd fill up twice a week. Easy. And so if you start adding that up, okay, so one, say, 140 per fill up, okay, do it twice, 280 per, per week. Now times four. Wow, you're clocking in at about $1,000 just to fill up one smaller car with gasoline. Now combine that with the cost of housing. Your average, average three-bedroom place, not even a full house. I'm talking about a suite. Your average three-bedroom place nowadays in some place like, you know, Abbotsford or Langley, about $3,000 a month. 
So it's just getting completely unaffordable for average working people. And before any of your listeners who are in other parts of Canada say, oh, what about rebates? <laughs> Here in British Columbia, like I said, we have a we have a provincial-based carbon tax. We have the oldest carbon tax in North America here. We have a second carbon tax layered on top of that. For rebates, average working people don't get them because the moment your two-person working family clocks in at more than $57,000 per year, you get zero. The average two-person working family's uh, wage in British Columbia is about $83,000 per year. So way beyond what the average person makes. They don't get rebates. So, so what happens? I mean, the Taxpayer Federation, mm-hmm. uh, taxpayer.com, you, you call on the politicians. You're calling on Premier Horgan. You've, you've called on the Globe Traveler in Ottawa mm-hmm. to cut the carbon taxes. The response has been a deafening silence or a roaring no. Same thing, right? Not even deafening silence or a roaring no, but sarcasm. And snarkiness, which is really adds insult to injury. When Premier Horgan used to be back in the opposition, he used to rail against British Columbia's carbon taxes. And that was back when it was around four cents a liter. Like I said, now combined, it's 27 cents a liter. So back then in those days, when he was in opposition, uh, he used to rail against it because it would cost too much for average working people to wait for it drive to work and heat their homes. We've got him on videotape repeating this stuff endlessly. You know, his party used to campaign on axing the tax. They used to call the designation of it being so-called revenue neutral uh, lipstick on a pig. Well, now he's in power and his government pulls in more than $2 billion per year. We raised this and so did a couple of reporters with the premier the other day. You know what he said? He said, well, take the bus. Yeah, he said take the bus. So you got to keep in mind, it's it's these working people commuting, you know, hundreds of kilometers every week, and there's tradespeople involved there. Like, you're going to bring a welder onto non-existent public transit, commuting in from Abbotsford? That's not going to happen. So unfortunately, uh, the premier, who used to drive a truck and used to bust tables when he was a kid at the keg, has really lost touch with what making those ends meet must feel like. Okay, so a little further east in Ontario, a certain Premier Doug Ford, after he was elected in 2018, had every fuel pump, every gas pump at every gas station adorned with a sticker that reminded everyone as you're filling up your vehicle how much you were paying in taxes and how unfair that was. Now the same Premier Ford says, I'm not reducing the carbon tax unless Ottawa does it first. Whatever not, happened to commitment? Huh? Whatever. Exactly. Not just that. But Premier Ford can do what Jason Kenney did, and he can axe the provincial taxes in Ontario right. at can. the pump. And he's refusing to do that, too. And what really burns me there is that that was a campaign promise. It's in writing for the PCs last time around that they were going to cut that gas tax. But now they sit there and pretend that they don't know how to give relief at the pumps. And that's where it gets really infuriating. Yeah, and all the uh, stickers. Back, and, yeah. and Chris, all the stickers are gone. <laughs> Funny how that works. I, I, don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm laughing, but suddenly all the stickers are gone. Well, you laugh or you cry, right? Because this is what really gets you, is that 
on one hand, there are the folks who, for some reason, think that we could all magically go electric tomorrow. Just flip the switch and say, Santa brings you an electric car, we would automatically have the juice to do that. Number one, no, we wouldn't. Number two, we have no idea what the rates would be for the electricity and we would be able to afford it. So there are those folks who say that. We have to make you know, oil and gas so unaffordable that people are forced to switch to other choices, even though they don't exist right now. But fine. Then there are the politicians who purposefully strangle the supply of gasoline at the pumps, like they did here in B.C., and hike up carbon taxes so it is unaffordable. Then they pretend to go, oh, my goodness, look at this price of gas. How yep. could have this happened? It's so disingenuous. That's where it's really insulting. If right. they want to truly make it out of reach and unaffordable to fill up your vehicle with gasoline or diesel, own it. Say, yeah, that's my policy. And yeah, exactly. you're not. So you can't have it both ways. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.